Just in that intro, of course, we heard that Penrith have gone back-to-back winning the NRL Grand Final last Sunday, 28-12 against Parramatta, and Dean Ritchie is already claiming they're one of the great sides. What does our next guest think about the Penrith Panthers? King Wally Lewis is on the line. Wally, good morning. Well, good morning. Yes, yeah, what a grand final it was. It was very hard not to like that. Um, I guess you... You could probably uh, be tested if you're the opposition, but uh, mm. that's as powerful a performance as I've seen for quite some time. We've had so many great teams, Wally, and I know comparing yeah. eras is... It's always fun and the debate's always interesting, yeah. Yeah. but you know, do, do they deserve to stand among the great sides of the modern era? Yeah, I, I think there'll be a lot of people sort of suggesting that um, it's, it's too hard to pick, mm. um, you know, which is the best grand final <laughs> side unless they do play against each other, which has got... You know, uh, I suppose uh, you know, some authority to it, but um, I've got to say that you, you've got to appreciate them as they come along. Uh, they certainly weren't playing against the bums from the other clubs. Um, mm. They were against uh, you know plenty of very strong rugby league NRL teams that uh, that gave it their best shot. Um, and I think that they're uh, they're also uh, you know a team that didn't do any bragging uh, throughout the course of the season. Um, I'm very impressed with Ivan Cleary. Always liked him as a as a, as a guy when he was playing, um, you know, never did any bragging, and certainly that's uh, passed on through uh, his team now that uh, that he's in charge on, and he certainly uh, his, his son is uh, is almost a carbon copy of uh, of, yeah. of the way yeah. that, uh, that 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 he grew up. Yeah, very measured, aren't they? Both father and son. The other yeah. thing too, Wally, is is they're so young too, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they've got um, you know this dominance uh, to be there for quite some time to come, and and I don't really remember, I, I, I sort of remember a, a little bit of the Broncos um, in their uh, their stages when they were coming along and they had the, the young guns, the, mm. uh, the Langers, the Walters. The Renoffs. Um, yeah. yeah, the Renoffs that were all sort of uh, younger players that were sort of promising some great things and when they achieved success uh, in the first time uh, for the Broncos in 1992, I'm pretty sure it was, yes, that's they, right. yep. that mm. they had, um, you know, one of those... Uh, Futures predicted for them. Uh, plenty of people were saying that this team was going to dominate the uh, the grand finals for uh, for almost a decade. They were all young kids that have grown up together. Well, uh, the NRL you can never ever dominate it for that long, but uh, mm. they certainly did uh, certainly increase uh, the standard uh, of uh, of rugby league that was played. And uh, I do remember that grand final sitting there and and being thrilled at the performance uh, from them. They just uh, they were out there to out-attack uh, the opposition. They weren't there to, um, to just get through and win a grand final any, any way they could. Um, so it was uh, you know, certainly an extraordinary performance from them and one of the ones that will be uh, there when the comparison starts. Yeah. Mm. Wally, you're obviously one of the greatest players ever to play in the green and gold. We've just, we as in Australia, have left our shores to go to the World Cup in England. How do you see the World Cup tournament panning out and... Assuming we make the final, hmm. would we be playing England, given we're on the same side of the draw as New Zealand? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's something I've already heard uh, plenty of people suggesting that um, um, putting Australia and New Zealand uh, hmm. on the same side of the draw is not right, and it was done by an Englishman. Um, <laughs> Funny about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it seems hard to uh, to do it, but you know, I was just sort of sitting down a few moments ago, going through trying to put together a, a best team for uh, for New Zealand. And, wow, it's they're going to take, yeah. <laughs> take some beating. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the uh, the Aussies, we've got um, a pile of great players uh, in there, uh, but they're certainly going to need to be at their best to uh, to beat New Zealand. And I should uh, suggest that whoever it is out of those two uh, will be winning mm-hmm. it. Um, I don't think there'll be any, any great surprise in that, but um, we've got uh, a hell of a game coming up. Um, you know, uh, certainly the uh, the Anzac dramas of, uh, of previous uh, encounters have, uh, have always given us the best, and, yeah. and we've been thrilled by those performances, but we're about to get another one here. Exactly. If all goes well, they should clash in the semi-final Australia New Zealand. Australia kick off their campaign next Sunday, Wally, um, against Fiji. And as you said, we've got so much talent in this squad um, to pick the starting 13, indeed the starting 17. Interesting call that DCE wasn't made a vice captain. Is that is your reading of that, Wally? Primarily because there's so much competition for that number seven. DCE is not a given. Nathan Cleary probably has the inside running. Yeah, it's look. I'm you know I've already heard that it's not fair. You know the interstate rivalries uh, started already. It's you know New South Wales selectors. That's all started on uh, uh, north of the border. Um, but I, I really can understand exactly why. Um, mm. Cleary has been in sensational form, and I tell you what, I love watching this kid. Um, he's he's just a, a young man that's displayed uh, uh, wonderful authority uh, in his game, um, and he really has been the backbone of a, a very strong Penrith side that's just got bigger and better uh, throughout the course of of the season. And I think it's uh, it's pretty much a, a case of um, giving DCE a, a message that if he wants to um, uh, achieve that or get the number seven jersey, he's going to have to put forward his uh, his best games mm. because there certainly is going to be a a bit of a backbone of a team that um, has a little bit of authority from uh, from the Penrith players there. Wally, forty years, can you believe it? Forty years since the Invincibles left our shores. Seen that one. That is <laughs> came back unbeaten in twenty two mm. games, and then four years later, 86. unbelievably, you led the Unbeatables, who went back and did it again. Seems mm. so long ago, Wally, but. The memories yeah. never ever subside, do they? No, no, they don't. It's probably you know brought up a, a point that I I, sh- I should have brought up about the uh, uh, the vice captain. Um, I went away in uh, in eighty two as the uh, as the as the vice captain, and and Brett Kenny was in sensational form for uh, for Parramatta at that time. And uh, Frank Stanton basically just said to me, you know, you um, you are an apprentice uh, captain for a kangaroo tour. Um, you might get the next one, but. Um, You've got to earn the five-eight position in uh, in this one, and uh, and Brett was too good for me on that tour, playing alongside Peter Sterling. So I think uh, you know when you get the the guys that are quite prepared to uh, to produce their best, you you can expect that. This time around, well, it uh, it certainly is going to be a uh, an extraordinary tour. Um, I think though that the Australians will need to be at their absolute best to uh, to win this one. Mm-hmm. Um, just I was just going through the Kiwi side before and trying to put down. Wow. Haven't they got some uh, sensational, sensational players uh, on board? The Poms will uh, will certainly uh, give it their best shot, but um, I, you know, I don't mean to be rude, but I, I think the, um, the the title is coming south of the equator. It's coming down uh, down this way. It's uh, it's going to be an Anzac one, one way yeah. or the other. Um, and there is some uh, some wonderful football uh, to be played. And I think we're about to see some of the most spectacular games in uh, in the competition's history. We've uh, we've got some. 
some wonderful players that are on board, um, teams that are very determined, that will be inspired by some, some pretty handy coaches as well. Yeah, the good thing about it, Wally, is when the grand final is over, you start getting, um, you start missing the footy straight away. I only have to wait another week. We can watch more, <laughs> more elite football, which is great. The other thing, too, I wanted to ask you about, Wally, was... This is obviously not a kangaroo tour as such, being a World Cup, but the team's over there for almost two months. It's a bit like the old days, isn't it, when you guys went away in 82 and 86 for upwards of three months and you lived together, you played together, you, you did everything together. It's an old-fashioned sort of kangaroo yeah. tour. Yeah, oh, mate, they were, they were times that, you know, we'd heard rumours uh, about how good they were and I can mm. remember getting up with my dad and watching it yeah, uh, yeah, on a, yeah. a television, um, I think we had black and white at the time, and yeah. and, uh, and and watching the the sensational games that used to be in operation every time Australia played uh, Great Britain on a kangaroo tour. Um, John Raper was uh, was a bloke that was a hero for me, and yeah. uh, I got to watch and, and probably uh, compare plates to guys that I was uh, watching on uh, on television, and um, they are. I think uh, one of the, the, the greatest inspirations for, uh, for rugby league, but the guys uh, that will be going over there, I think they know um, already that they will have to be at their absolute best. Yeah. We've got some sensational players, both that are in great form. Tedesco, um, he's uh, in, in great form. Latrell Mitchell, I think he's uh, he's going to uh, reach his uh, his best over there. Um, you know, we're just talking about the, the Nathan Cleary and, and the and the Penrith backbone of uh, of a side. So um, it uh, it is going to be a, a wonderful thing, and and I think uh, thankfully is going to um, inspire the bosses of the game to. Uh, to continue um, the uh, the international state, the I international so. yeah yeah, I, cause yeah. I'd, for, for every young player that was around when when I was sort of coming through when we were 15, 16, 17 years of age, um, you had a dream of going away on a kangaroo tour. You wanted to play for your country. Mm. It was the greatest honour, and I must say that I was completely confused in the years that followed when I watched some guys just. Turn that down. They yeah. they didn't want to go. They didn't want to go away on a tour. They'd stay home. And obviously, family family is the, the most important thing of all. Um, but uh, to, to to see the uh, the backbone um, of uh, of rugby league be controlled um, by the standard of the play that will be in operation in mm. every single game. And I, and I was going through just trying to put down the best teams possible that everybody could have in this and. Oh, I tell you what, I, I just kept coming back to the New Zealand one, and they will take some beating. I know I said that before, but um, gee, they're, uh, yeah, they've, they've got a team at the moment that uh, are, are at their best. Now, Wally, no names, no details, but do you reckon you blokes might have found a bit of mischief in '82 and '86? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was. Uh, there were there was a little bit that uh, that went on, and of course, some of the things that uh, that happened in those days. We uh, we used to go and hire cars. Um, if we were in in Leeds, you needed to get out and go and have a look at some uh, some sensational places around the place. And we got into a, a car that um, uh, obviously had been uh, um, had had its best days, well behind it. Um, and it was a Hillman Imp, actually. And I think we paid uh, three hundred pounds for it. And the bloke's still laughing after <laughs> after us paying three hundred pounds. But we used to like to, um, you know. Um, make the other guys' cars uh, do it a little bit tough. And I've got to, I've got to own up and say I was the one that did it that uh, accidentally ran into uh, one of the, the other guys' cars uh, from the uh, the tour that was over there. And 
um, made it look a little bit worse. Went all the way down the side, bashing our car into it. Demolition derby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then um, the next morning found out that wasn't the car. Um, yeah. It was the wrong one. With the wrong <laughs> colour that stood out. So we uh, we had to. But it was uh, it was uh, just a thrill to, to go over there. Some of the other uh, stories that that, that I'd heard uh, about kangaroo tours and what they were like. I, I thought I just had to get on this, couldn't miss out. And uh, and again, I used to get asked um, a similar question to the one that you just asked, what was the, the greatest story of all? Um, and there were uh, some uh, some sensational ones. Some have had uh, the truth altered. Um, <laughs> Funny how the time it does that to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, I, I can remember the, the one thing uh, quite clearly is that um, when you had the chance to, to don the green and gold jersey, You'd be standing there during the national anthem, um, and I, in 1986, just said to the guys, uh, "This has been the moment you dreamed of all of your football career. Um, you've been sitting at home watching this, you know, whether it was four years ago, eight, twelve, so what, how, no matter how long ago, you dreamed about doing it. You're in a place now that you get to be able to uh, produce your best football." Um, to proudly wear the green and gold and uh, and make your mum and dad smile at home. Um, let's let's go and do that. And uh, the thrill, the pride that the players take onto the field uh, in an, on an occasion like that is uh, is something quite remarkable. And I still, again, I go back to my, my dad, the, the bloke that was sort of the backbone of my career. He uh, he used to use games like this as an inspiration to uh, for me to... Um, Produce my best when I got to uh, to an age where you know I may have been able to go on on that tour and um, to represent the people of Australia. That was uh, was quite a remarkable time in your life. That quite honestly, you you know you get older, um, but I think the only thing that uh, you can guarantee is that you get prouder that mm. uh, that you were one of the lucky ones that went over there. You know what, Wally, you've made the hair on the back of my neck stand up. I can't wait for next Sunday when the Australians run onto that park against Fiji yeah. and start that World Cup campaign because, like you, I can remember as a kid watching some of those. The first kangaroo tour I can remember was a 73 kangaroo tour, and I think Australia lost the first test at Wembley and yep, fought back right. under Bozo and won, won the Ashes 2-1, and, and you had a black-and-white TV back in those days. But great memories of those great kangaroo tours. And this is sort of a pseudo-kangaroo tour in many respects with the World Cup. And... Um, yeah. Well, no doubt, I bring back a lot of great memories for you, and let's hope the green and gold can bring the world, the world cup home. Yeah, and I congratulate the uh, the bosses of the game that um, that have put this competition on. They disappeared for a while, mm. uh, where they regarded the representative football as not the thing that uh, that every player want. Well, they were the people; they were the wrong people making the wrong decisions. This is the greatest honour that you can ever have in rugby league. And watch the standard of football that's about to be played in this competition. It will be the best we've ever seen. Can't wait for it. Hey, Wally, really appreciate you coming on on a Sunday morning to talk grand final and to talk World Cup and to talk. And reminisce about Kangaroo Tours past as well. So appreciate it, Wally, and uh, best luck to the Kangaroos in the World Cup. Thanks, mate. My pleasure.